0: Are you ready to get your sports banter on? Brian Hemminger, love child of Albert Einstein and Howard Cosell, with a body chiseled by Zeus himself. Brandon Sharples, a man who could beat Mike Tyson. In a spelling bee,
1: together they form the At Odds Podcast.
0: All right. I think we are live. All right. Calm. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Ad <laughs> podcast after dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I'm your host, Brian Hemminger. We are doing a very special episode. We're trying out some new video feed stuff. So, um, and if you guys like it, we'll keep doing it. Um Couple issues, I don't know how it's going to work with interviews and guests, but at least on the episodes where we do not planning any guests or anything crazy, we're going to do it like this, I think. can have some really yeah. good interaction with Facebook. Everybody can be watching live. You can watch the video afterwards. should be a lot of fun. And Brandon doesn't know this, but I can fuck with him since I'm the host. <laughs> I can put a dick in my face. No, I... I don't I, I don't know how to do that yet, but like, see, uh, you can just check his name right now. It should be popping up any second. What does it say? <laughs> I can't even see the motherfucker. You Isn't should know. <laughs> it says douche. So, see, this is this is the, the the kind of amateurish shit that you guys are are in store for tonight. <laughs> now. Uh, basically today's episode, there's not a lot of major sports stuff going on, so we're just basically going to be fucking around a little bit. Um, we're going to be talking fallout from the NFL draft. We're going to be just talking with you guys, anything you guys want to bring up. Uh, obviously we'll have the rant of the week, Hems, Gems. We won't be having any of the awesome sound bites, Aaron, for those. I'll probably edit them in later, but... Uh, like for the iTunes version and everything, but uh, yeah, everything else should be about the same, just without any cool intro, outro music. Live at least, just if you're a big fan That's of that right. stuff, yeah, it'll be there on the SoundCloud and YouTube versions and shit. So,
1: all right, Ooh. but for real, we gotta get. What do we? What did you think of the draft?
0: I was I was a big fan of the draft. I mean, the Browns had so many ways they could fuck it up. I was terrified that they were gonna take a quarterback one. I was I would have been so pissed if they took a quarterback with the, the number one spot, but they didn't. They stuck to their guns and they took Miles Garrett like like every reasonable person said they should. And that was the one thing that they could screw up. And then they didn't do that. So
1: I was yeah, I really that. happy about that. Dude, that guy that we had on the show said straight up that it wasn't going to happen. Remember, he said it was going to be
0: Miles Garrett no matter what. So, yep. did you see what the Browns posted on Twitter right afterwards too? No, what they say. I, did you did you ever see draft day? Like, I never saw draft day. Okay, well, it's like important part is he gave this guy a piece of paper and says, "Open this," like before the draft, and the the paper said like the dude's name, no matter what on who he wanted to draft. And uh, the Browns on draft day, uh, right after they picked Garrett, they posted, like, the guy opening up that piece of paper. And it said, instead of that guy's name from the movie, it said Miles Garrett, no matter what, on the piece of paper when he opened it.
1: No, <laughs> it really? Was hilarious. Yeah,
0: it was hilarious. <laughs> they, they they even referenced, like, that exact moment. So I told that guy that he was a genius. <laughs> But uh that's
1: great. Yeah, I thought the Vikings had a pretty decent draft. I didn't mind it. We got Delvin Cook. He's a pimp. He's going yeah. to he, he can replace Peterson pretty much right now. I think got he, he's got, Yeah. Offensive lineman too. Got Pat Elfine from uh Elfline
0: from uh Your favorite university? Your favorite? Hey, you know what? He fits. I'll take it, you know. Hey. We got Peppers from Michigan, but you know what? The second they're in the NFL, I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> what school they went to. I really don't. I cheered for we, Braylon Edwards when he was on the Browns too. We got that Gideon from Michigan. He's that
1: linebacker they had. That was pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's not too bad. We got him in the fourth round. We had two fourth round picks, like two top 15 picks in the fourth round. Got uh, that defensive tackle from from Iowa. But other than that, dude, it was whatever. I mean, the draft's fun, It's but you never know how I, it's going to pan out, you know, a couple years from now.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, those instant grades that everybody posts, it's really difficult to get a read on because you, you don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, it's hilarious to go back and see what people's grades were for drafts, like, five years after the fact. And, like, maybe somebody reached for some, for a player, but that dude ends up being, like, a four-time Pro Bowler. And they're like, oh, they gave up way too much for this guy. F. and and then the guy yeah. ends up being insane. So, you know, who cares that they reach for the guy as long as he pans out. So, I mean, right they're now, they're yeah, sick. the only thing you can really judge is value. And I thought that the Vikings had great value. They got guys that can start right away despite not having a first-round pick. The Browns got insane value getting uh, Garrett, Peppers, and Joku. Those guys, all three are going to start right away. Kaiser doesn't have to start right away. But, I mean, he could be. The quarterback of the future, who knows? And then they got like three other guys that could start right away with uh, Olin Joby or whatever the hell that guy's name is <laughs> um, out of Charlotte, and the the dude from Florida. that If like the allegations fall through or whatever, oh, man, uh, Brenton, he's awesome. I think, yeah, I mean he could he could be a, a guy that could be a, a key part of a defensive line. So I mean they're hey. deep.
1: Top uh, top run run stopper in the uh in the NCAA mm-hmm.
0: football. He's, yeah, good. he's good. That, that's exactly what they need too. The Browns were so bad against the run last year, and that's a guy that could help immediately. So yeah, I'm really excited about what they did, and they got the best kicker. I mean, in the seventh round, why not just take the best kicker instead of having to fight for him with all the undrafted free agents after yeah, that, the, get, the draft? The State kicker. Yeah, that dude. That dude's sick and. I mean, Cody Parkey did okay for the Browns last year, but he sucked ass at kicking 50 yards and more. And this guy went seven for nine on 50 plus last year. in college. Oh, shit. So, yeah, this is. I mean, he won that Lou Groza award, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So, yeah, I, I'm pumped. Plus, the, the value I, I brought up, they ended up getting an extra first rounder again for next year uh, by trading down from 12 to 25 with Houston. So the Browns basically just, like, clipped off Houston's balls during <laughs> the free agency and the draft. I mean, think about this, yeah. okay? In terms of pure value, the Browns got a second rounder next year from Houston, a first rounder next year from Houston, Brock Eisweiler and Peppers, and Houston got a fourth rounder next year and Deshaun Watson. That's basically the trade. If you combine yeah. the two trades they made, that's ridiculous.
1: No, they did a hell of a job. Hopefully that transitions into wins.
0: You know should, what I mean? But that, that's it's not going to like in right? translate into wins immediately. But, it, I mean, down the road, that should be paying off immensely as long as they don't fuck up the drafts. And I don't think they did yeah. this year. And if they do what they did next year, like just go for like extremely athletic dudes guys with a, a lot of physical gifts, guys that were producers, then it should be fine. And I'm not expecting them to have the first pick next year, even though I think, according to all the betting odds, they're expected to have the first pick. But I, I think that they will have a better record than somebody next year, at least one. Yeah, dude, I'm for it, sure. I'm calling it, I'm calling dude, it right I, now. I'm telling you right Old now. Prediction. The, the, the peak for them is eight and eight. I don't, I'm not going to say eight and eight. I will never. I'm not predicting eight and eight or better. I'm I didn't say I was predicting yeah. eight, eight. I said this yeah, peak, peak. I think yeah. I think they could they could get five after winning one last year. So they could I at least. They have get five. A lot of talent, man. I mean, if they if this o line holds up,
1: and their defense is pretty stout, mm-hmm. but not stout, but they're getting there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think their basement is probably three or four wins, obviously, but I think they can get to eight if it's if their schedule permits.
0: You never know. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: but as far as Vikings go, man, I mean they're right there. They can get an O line.
0: Yeah, their defense was sick last year. They oh just- yeah, one of the best
1: in the NFL. Uh, I mean, we did We got a. Uh, we got that center, and then we got a guard from Miami, Isidora. That's actually pretty good. And then uh, that's pretty much all we did for the line, which was pretty. Matter of fact, I was a little disappointed in the Vikings draft, to be quite honest with you. It's not that it sucked. It was just that they got their their biggest needs were defensive tackle and offensive line. They and they got two guys from the offensive line, one stud, one you know, uh, question marks, but mm-hmm. they only got they're only, they only got the defensive tackle one in the whole draft of a loaded defensive tackle draft, and they got one in this Jaleel Johnson from Iowa. I mean, I don't know. Well,
0: I it, they had a, a lot of needs. I mean, it wasn't just defensive tackle. I mean, they lost Adrian Peterson, too, and he kind of needed and, – and that guy fell into the lap. I mean, he was predicted to be – a first round guy cook and
1: yeah for sure him the
0: second no, it, take the, him.
1: the first two dudes that we we drafted cook and elfline are probably going to start not probably they will start yeah but outside of them i don't know who will start uh, mm-hmm. and the rest of the draft i don't think we we, we drafted another starter that may be it's, down the road
0: yeah it's it's tough to draft starters in the fourth round and after immediate i mean a yeah. lot of those guys are people that well, we didn't, didn't get know. Down the road, can start, but not immediate starts. Yeah, and so not have without having a first round pick. The fact that they got at least two starters, I think they they blew it out of the park. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's completely different than the Browns, who had three first round picks by the time they were done with the the first with a day one. So, yeah, it's one of those things,
1: man. Like I don't know what's going on with this chat. Where's everybody at?
0: Yeah, Uh we got a few, but not a lot. We've got. Malia made a made a comment, and we've reached a few people. So,
1: um, but yeah, I'd say, uh, what'd you do this week? Anything crazy?
0: Okay, uh, this weekend I wasn't doing anything real crazy. I interviewed some Cleveland Indians players. It was pretty fun. I talked to this guy named uh, Kai Tom. He's from Hawaii. He was their fifth round pick in 2015. Dude played backup quarterback in Hawaii to Mark, Marcus Mariota in high school. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So he didn't get on the field very much. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. He's He could be on the Indians within about two years. And then I talked to Shane Bieber today. So, Beebs. Yeah, the Beebs. No relation to Justin Bieber. He gets that a lot. <laughs> uh, he was their fourth round pick last year. Pitched in the College World Series. Really good. Guys walked three people in his career since they, they drafted him. He struck out like fifty, and he's walked three. He's walked one this year. Maybe they need to bring him up a little a little earlier. Yeah, he's, he's college arm. They'll they'll promote him quick, like because those advanced guys uh, they already yeah, know, know what they're doing. So. Uh, yeah he'll be he'll be on the fast track for sure
1: that's cool though man That you get to interview these guys Maybe we can get a couple of those on our show
0: maybe uh it just depends uh so far I mean we'd have to get them to like I have that prospect chat that we do on Thursday nights, and I know that the dude that runs the let's go tribe site would much rather have the prospects talking on that show. <laughs> If, no, uh, for sure. Yeah. And and the other issue is when we're hosting the show, they're playing. Yeah. So, like that they're playing true. right now. So it's really tough to do it during the season and have guys on. Like I have to talk to them. I talked to my guy today at two o'clock because, I mean, they had a, a night game. So Yeah. So what do you do? do you, are these pre recorded stuff that you just play later? Um, with those interviews, I usually just record them myself and then. Uh, I have like this little voice recorder on me, pop it up here and I'll just call them on the phone and then record it, have it on speakerphone, record it, and then transcribe the whole conversation and then take what I like out of it and post it. So like, I'm I'm the type of person that I think like, kind of selfishly, I think that every question I ask is amazing and I want like, <laughs> everything that they answer to be in included. So I just type up everything that we say. And usually I post almost exactly what we, what we said word for word. Yeah, And maybe I'll cut out a couple of things. Like if a, an answer sucked or if a question what it ended up not looking, being as good as I thought it would be. But for the most part, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I post like everything we talked about.
1: Yeah. I didn't really do shit this past weekend. I had my children all weekend and it was rainy. <laughs> I just food. I just I made some beats on my on my production equipment that are pretty pretty solid. But other than that, dude, I didn't do shit. But I'll tell you what, this weekend's gonna be sweet because my friend Olivia, she's having a baby. So they're having instead of having like a little baby shower, they're having like a baby party. It's gonna be at this marina, it's gonna be dope. There's gonna be like hundred people there at party, party favors, food, pinata, bunch of liquor and beer. It's gonna be a hell of a time. Way to bring a baby in, huh?
0: As long as she's not drinking it.
1: Nah, she'll have, she'll just hit the fuck out of a piñata like Billy Madison style. There we go. Is it gonna be a no. baby piñata or a pregnant woman piñata? <laughs> I think it should be it should be like a like a like a, a tits and yeah. stomach. Just smash the shit out of it, and like little babies come out.
0: <laughs> it sounds awful, but also hilarious. Yeah,
1: dude, who cares? I love it. But they got like a oh, they got some cool shit going on over there. I'm probably gonna get hammered. Hopefully, I don't. Like got ass of myself in front of a bunch of people, but I don't care. It's gonna be sweet. They're all—they're my Lao family. They're all Asians. Ah. They're all like, yeah, you know I mean, they're awesome. They've been like a good part of my life for like, fuck ten, fifteen years. Long time.
0: You Can't go wrong with Asians.
1: <laughs> no, they're cool. They're all cool as fuck. Every single one of them. But uh, that should be a good time. Friday, I will probably get drunk. I never—I haven't been getting drunk very much at all lately. Or like pretty much the past year or so. I figured this weekend would be kind of like a celebratory weekend, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what I'm celebrating, but I've had I've had a stressful couple of weeks that I'm just gonna try and unload on some beer. <laughs> and speaking of beer, uh, what 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 was the first time you ever got drunk?
0: <laughs> drunk or first beer? Because there's, there's no a first difference. drunk
1: because there's a huge difference. I want to know your first drunk story.
0: Um, I went to go visit my cousin. Derek at Bowling Green. Um, How old like, you? I, I was after I graduated high school. I, I didn't I, I didn't drink like beer until I graduated high school. I was like such a goody two shoes <laughs> all the way through. Yeah. And then, uh, my cousin Derek invited me after I graduated to go visit him at BG. because um, they Ohio State started late and so there was every all of my friends and everybody was already starting school. Yeah. And BG was having um college game day there because they were having like an insane season and they're facing like Northern Illinois or something and they had like the the Burner Turner kid that ended up running for the Atlanta Falcons like it wow. was it was a crazy season but uh man he was just showing showing me off to people because they discovered I could drink fast and he would just take me around and have me pounding uh, <laughs> beer bongs and. So
1: your first time getting drunk, your beer bonging.
0: Oh yeah, like the first time I drank beer was a beer bong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this. Tell me this. What What was the outcome of all this drinking?
0: Uh, nothing crazy. I mean, you took care of up. me. Yeah, but you I, got fucking hammered at at BG. Yeah, but I I, I don't think I did anything ridiculously stupid. I just got drunk, and my cousin took care of me because you know he was—he's a good dude. Um, so I don't know, really, its not really a crazy story. The crazy story with the first time I had beer was at uh, Janice Rivera's graduation party. Yeah, that one you threw up. Oh yeah, in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's way funnier. Because yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, I'd, I'd never had beer before, and um. They all knew that I could drink fast because I was always like just chugging water, chugging milk, like in a stupid ass milk chugging contest. And I'd been, and Chance Rivero, she had like this whole big Mexican graduation party, like yeah, there was just this, yeah, this monstrous Mexican buffet. <laughs> and I spent like a couple hours just eating the shit out of nachos and chalupas and stuff. Like I, I was just bursting at the seams. I can and, hear you just fine. Okay. Yeah, and I was bursting at the seams, and somebody decides, you know, everybody starts drinking and everything, and they're like, eh, well, the kids drink. And I'm just like, eh, fuck it. I'll I'll drink since I've, you know, I'm not gonna get kicked out of anything in school anymore or get in trouble. So somebody brings out a beer bong and they knew that I could drink fast. And they poured it was it's Ricky Ohm's beer bong. It's called the Delinquent.
1: Yeah, I, I, I yeah. fucking bonged tons of beer out of that thing.
0: Yeah. And they poured a whole pitcher into it. <laughs> and they just had me go out into the backyard. All of Janice Rivera's family and friends were out there. And they see me get out there with it. Every All my friends and all the kids that I graduated with that were there were out there watching. And I'd start destroying this thing. And i get down to about this much left in the whole beer bong and then all of a sudden my stomach fills up and I just, I, I can just feel that there's no room left in my stomach for the beer. Like I'm not sick or anything, it's just, I'm too full. And all of a sudden it just, my esophagus starts filling up and I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> and I just, and I stop and it just, the a little bit of pressure pushes out and it spurts out through like the top of the funnel, and then I just stop. And they're like, "Somebody goes, he's gonna blow!" <laughs> and I just turn and just projectile vomit in front of all of Janice Rivera's family and all of my friends, <laughs> like into the garden, the back garden. It was so bad. It was so you embarrassing. guy. Yeah, and then I just got in my car and left. <laughs> <I'm> so embarrassed.
1: <laughs> you left? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Fuck, stick around. At that point nothing to lose yeah. you just drink just keep yeah. going make a make a, a a crazy night of it dude the first time I ever got hammered dude I was fourteen years old probably going on fifteen and we're on a houseboat was me and Aaron Falk we're on this houseboat with his family and another family and we're down like in Tennessee on this houseboat like in this lake it was the like, last night we were there and me and Aaron had this room that was literally on top of the house, but it was like a, its own little room up there. And we had a hot tub up there and his brother, Jimmy, and this like pretty hot chick that came with us named Brooke. They were, uh, they were drinking, you know, they had, they had this alcohol out there and it was Southern comfort. I'm pretty sure it was Southern comfort or it was like some whiskey, but I'm positive. I'm pretty sure it was, it was Southern comfort and they were giving me capfuls. Like they took the cap off and they knew I was like young. So they stick the cap, Fill it up and give it to me, dude. No, exa- they gave me like fifteen to twenty of these things, and by that, and I'm a little kid at this time. I'm probably 105 pounds at this oh, point. Jesus. I'm not even a big dude, so I'm pounding this shit. I don't remember what the hell happened next, but all I know is I woke up. I was laying on a fucking lawn chair on top of a houseboat, getting jacuzzi water poured on my head, trying to keep me alive. Pretty much, Aaron's mom comes up. I don't forget this. She's like what the hell is going on up here? It sounds like a bowling alley. <laughs> Cause we were like running back and forth. I'm acting stupid. You know what I mean? Dude. Oh my God. I puked that night. I woke up the next morning, fucking hung over as shit. It was the first time I ever been drunk in my life. We have to drive from Tennessee to Ohio. We get Hardee's, you know, they got those Hardee's that are in yeah. the uh, turnpike areas. So we got like, we got Hardee's, and I remember I ate the Hardee's. I felt like shit, and I fucking barfed in the truck in my Hardee's bag. <laughs> Just got it all over my fries, everything. And Aaron's there was like, you didn't drink anything you weren't supposed to, did you? Like, no, Jimbo, I didn't. Oh, I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, that was a hell of a trip, man. We were out. We were out in this houseboat and I used to, it was like in the middle of nowhere. So I kept calling it like we're in the deliverance. Remember the movie deliverance yeah. where they're out in the woods and shit. I'm like, I kept going, ding, 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 ding. And I kept going up the fucking mountain man up in the goddamn mountains. We got to get out of here. That was, shit was crazy though. It was a good time though. I mean, that was the first time I ever got hammered. It was interesting. Yeah. I have some pretty fucked up stories about getting hammered though. I'm sure you do too.
0: Yeah, I've, I I have a lot of fucked up stories. If I get
1: you should tell you should tell everybody about how you ended up in the paddy wagon missing a shoe.
0: <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Well, wait, was that the night that like uh the money Put on the it rail? On the thing? rail. <laughs> Did Put I miss it miss the shoe? Money I,
1: on the rail.
0: Okay, I could tell that story because it's it's hilarious. The night I got a fan, fans, okay. All right, this is this is an all timer. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see. This I'm trying to remember who was all involved. Uh, Nick Burns was there. Derek Gerber, um, a few like Brandon Gerber, some of those guys were all there. And the West. well, you weren't there. You and West weren't there at first because we started at this all you can drink. Derek Gerber won this all you can drink thing at McFadden's in at Ohio State. So we go there and basically it was two hours and you could get these tickets and unlimited tickets and you just turn in you could get two drinks at a time. And we got started and I made it a goal to like drink as much as I could in those two hours. And I just wanted to see what, what would happen. And, and I blacked out before the two hours were over. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from a guy that could handle his alcohol. I mean, I was a maniac. Uh, like we started, I just grabbed a double fist Good of,
1: maniac.
0: yeah, no, I was, I was a maniac. I grabbed double fist of beer and just boom, boom, <laughs> chugged them down like immediately. And then ran downstairs, grabbed two more. I was, and I just started racing everybody. Uh, like Kyle Honaker was there and I was like, Hey Kyle, I bet I can drink two before you can drink one, you pussy. And we get in a race and I slam both of them and he's not even close. And I like slap it out of his hand and like start pumping his face. I mean, I was absolutely incontinent. Um, in like there was this, yeah, there was this dude that was like in the bathroom, like giving out like mints and shit. And I was like best friends with him at first. Like I was like, "Whoa, I've never seen like a dude, one of those helper people in the bathroom." It was just so cool. That dude hated me by the time we left that bar, uh, because dude, dude, Ch- Chet Young says. One time at Old Man's,
1: I think I puked on a cat and fell down the porch steps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely happened. All right, keep but, going with your story. Okay. So, like, I'm just racing everybody. I'm, I'm racing the bartenders. I mean, I'm, I'm being an absolute, making an absolute fool of myself. And then, about 90 minutes in, like, things start making a huge turn for the worse. I've had at least 20 drinks. In my 90 minutes, at least, like I think of at least I was counting them, and like just proclaiming to everybody how much I was more I was drinking than all of them, and then, like I kind of wake up from like a mini blackout, and I am going, "I'm sorry, dude, I'm sorry," and I'm in the bathroom cleaning, like wiping up a shit ton of puke off the floor, and that <laughs> dude's like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And he's just, he hates me. He's my enemy now, and then. <laughs> Next thing I know, we're outside the bar, and I discovered that uh, my friends had told me to Coyote Ugly and dance on top of the bar. And I was trying to do that, and like, <laughs> and I, was, I was really going to try to dance on the bar. And then uh, I apparently smacked a waitress on the ass really hard. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't remember this at all. I don't remember this at all. But I did, and she went over to the bouncers, and he just comes over and goes, "You and your friends have to leave," and they, we all had to leave. And then Westburg, so yeah. When you get hammered, you turn into like a date rapist. I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I smacked a waitress on the ass. I don't even know if like I was goaded into it or not. I honestly can't. <laughs> tell And then she was into it, man. She was into and, it. And she was obviously not into it. Uh, <laughs> but then after we get kicked out, I find out that. Wes is having a party. I'm black. I don't remember any of this. But then we hear that Wes is having a big party that night. So we all get together and go to Wes's. And I'm already a belligerent maniac at this point. And <laughs> I show up to Wes's and I just start drinking like everything. Uh I, I, I and I, I remember throwing up all over myself like I was grossing people out. I was screaming. You You're I a come, I fight with you a couple times. Oh yeah. And I kept screaming, "Put the money on the rail!" Because I told you that you couldn't do something. I can't remember. I can't to
1: this day. I can't remember what the bet was. But you're like, "Yeah, put the money on the rail. Put the money on the
0: rail." And yeah, I just like, kept what? screaming it. And there's like there there were video of, of me doing that. Like there's video. Of me, like Derek had video of me trying to get in a fight with you. There's video of me screaming, "Money on the rail!" And then <laughs> and then I just wandered off in the middle of the night. And I just. And uh, my my roommate said he I, I got picked up by the cops and they dropped me off at my place. But yeah, they stuck in there's, the there's no, a, that's the funny part. Yeah, Tell them the yeah. funny part. Well, what what's what funny part? The, I think it's you went into the you got stuck in the back of a paddy wagon. They call it the yeah. paddy wagon. And didn't you lose your fucking shoe? I don't remember that part. That was that was I think Dude, a different. I'm, I know I got brought back by the cops. But there was a <laughs> funnier part of this in the a- aftermath that I never knew about.
1: What? Um.
0: Like Ludacris was putting on like a a free show at Ohio state. So I went and I went with like my girlfriend at the time and she had to go to the bathroom and I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm waiting outside the girl's bathroom for her. And some dude I've never met in my entire life, like walks by me, does a double take and then comes back and like points to me and he goes, Hemi. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, dude, you're a fucking legend, man. Do you remember that night at Wes's? And I'm like, uh, no, he's like, dude, we were asking, you were saying you could drink everybody under the table. And we, we poured this ridiculous concoction of like four beers and like six shots. And you just slammed it in like 10 seconds. You're, you're a God, man. You're a fucking God. (laughs) And, And like, I've never, I have no memory of this man I've ever been no. this person, but according to him, I'm a legend. I See, just I'm thought talking, that was hilarious. You lost your fucking shoe that night. I know for I, I, a fact. I, I probably did. I wouldn't be <laughs> shocked. You showed up at home with
1: fucking missing a shoe. Like <laughs> you got thrown in the back of the paddy wagon. Yeah. It's that big thing where they can put a bunch of people in it.
0: Yeah. You <laughs>
1: bust your ass yeah, in I, there. I got no, no recollection. Go. That was, that
0: was, yeah, that was the second time I got taken home by the police at Ohio State. <laughs> Basically, I used them as, like, a free taxi service when I got drunk <laughs> when I was at Ohio State. <laughs> I didn't ever get, get arrested. Like, there's no, like, thing on my like, for getting arrested or anything. I don't have a record. But, like, I guess when I got, like, super fucked up at Ohio State, like, I would just start wandering around on the streets. And they would just pick me up and take me home. It was Think great. about that, guys.
1: Let me fucking get the <laughs> Max waitresses on the ass, pukes on himself, and gets taken home in a paddy wagon and fucking and, loses yeah, and ban, his shoe. Yeah, banned for
0: life from bars. But McFadden's closed <laughs> down and it got replaced by something else, so I can go back. So you can go now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: great. That's absolutely great. I love that shit. Dude, I, <laughs> I don't know if Oh, sure. God.
0: What? Uh, uh, Nick Byrne says, put the floor. You chugged, you chugged like three pictures of ice house. Ripped your clothes off on the patio, and started running towards the Schottenstein Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that <laughs> happened. Yeah, Fuck, are you gonna do run, play some sports? You ready to play yeah. some ball? That's an entirely different story, but I can tell it. <laughs> if if you're if you got the time.
1: No, we'll just go back and forth here. There's okay, we will go
0: you. Then I, I got to tell that story because. Oh yeah, dude, crazy. go ahead. There's one time we got oh, yeah. fucking hammered, in Bowling Green.
1: It was like me, Burbach, Majors, Lil Gerbs, B Gerbs. Uh, I think Joel, one of one of Gerbers, or yeah, one of Brian Gerber's roommates. I think he was there. I'm not sure. We're we're just, slam, we're just slamming shots, and at the end of the night, they uh, they're already hammering. They're just trying to get me fucked up, and I had no idea they were doing this. And they were giving themselves shots of Coca Cola and just feeding me 151, and I got fucking destroyed. And I end up drinking this, got hammered, and I, I don't remember anything after that, uh, but I have videotapes of me. I guess I'm walking down Wooster Street, and I stop at an ATM, and I just piss on the ATM. Yeah, and he, he's, like, going he's like going farther and farther away from me, zooming in me. I remember when he goes, Sharples, what are you doing? I'm like, huh, ah, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? Yeah, so... That, that was fucking ridiculous. So we, basically we end up on back at Brian's house and I'm fucking hammered. And I remember I called my mom. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm fucking hammered drunk. What are you doing? And I'm like, calling my mom. I end up falling asleep on Gerber's toilet that night,
0: taking a shit.
1: <laughs> I woke up, I woke up. The and time like, you,
0: huh? taking, you just love falling asleep on toilets. I fell asleep, taking a shit
1: on gerber's toilet and i woke up with like a shit patty cake to my ass (laughs) i had to like walk i woke up with like numb legs that end up having bruises on the back if i could add like a fucking i could add a fucking deep vein thrombosis i get up and i i remember waddling (laughs) it's like seven in the morning nobody's awake i remember waddling to the kitchen i got two paper towels (laughs) and i reached back and i ripped this shit patty off my ass it was like it was like a fucking shape of a hockey puck. <laughs> it just ripped my ass hairs out. I threw oh, that this shit in the gross. toilet. <laughs> threw that shit in the toilet. It chugged like six bottles of water. I just go back and I fall asleep, dude. It was horrible. I remember telling the story. I remember telling that story. before. I think I was telling the people on this show that story. But, dude, that was ridiculous, dude. It was un- unimaginable pain when I ripped that shit off. I mean, dude, that's just one of... Two thousand
0: stories I have like this from college days. All right, I got I got to tell the Final Four story because this is this is an all timer for me, <laughs> well, and I apologize to any family members that are viewing. Um, so let's get that out of the way first. <laughs> uh, it all started start? uh, when Ohio State had the the Thad Five. remember Greg Oden, Mike Conley? Uh, you know they were sick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was – and that team, with all the freshmen, they made it they made it to the finals. They lost to your team, Florida. But yeah. this was during the run of the NCAA tournament. We had this big party during the Final Four game, OSU versus Georgetown. And, like, we were having the party at my cousin Jeremy Laubacher's place, which was, like, three or four houses down from mine in uh, just north of campus. And everybody's just getting wasted. We're having a great time. I brought a 30-pack of ice house. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Dick burns, yeah, burns was there, um dude, ice house was my beer of choice. you could get like a thirty pack for like eleven ninety nine Yeah, right? good, it was yeah, so good, yeah, it was great, so Ohio State wins the game, and I go like victory chug, and I just slam a pitcher of beer uh in a in a beer bong and, <laughs> no no, I didn't even do a beer bong. I just grabbed the pitcher and just tilted it back and drank the whole thing, and I finished off. Like, whoever I went with, I think I brought – yeah, Burns was with us, but we finished off the 30-pack, so I had to go get more beer. So I'm, like, stumbling to the CBS pharmacy, and I bought uh, another 30-pack ice house and, like, six bags, big bags of beef jerky. <laughs> and we get back, and I am, like – and I'm starting to black out. I ate all the beef jerky just on the walk back. <laughs> oh, six and bags of that shit? Six bags, yeah, six bags. And I just start slamming beers again, and then I wake up. And I'm in my bed. I'm wearing jeans, but no underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I'm trying to, like, retrace my steps. I go downstairs. <laughs> And there is mud everywhere. And I op and there's a trail to the fridge. And I open the fridge and that thirty pack ice house, there's like the the whole case is like completely dented and fucked up and muddy. And inside are like fifteen to twenty ice house cans, all dented and muddy, and some of them are leaking and stuff. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened? So I get back to Jeremy's and he's like, how are you a- alive?
1: <laughs>
0: Cause I get, and, and he, here's a word for word. The story that he told me that happened is I blacked out and I just started becoming a lunatic, just like at McFadden's when I got us banned from the bar. And when I get really, really drunk like that, I become very susceptible to uh, suggestion. Like if people want me to do stupid shit, I'll start doing it because uh, I'm just—I'll do whatever people will say, and like I was just screaming and yelling, and then somebody says, "You should go streaking," <laughs> and they <laughs> dared me—they dared me to run across the Lane Avenue Bridge, which is the main huge ass bridge to to enter like downtown Columbus, Ohio State campus area. It's this huge bridge, like yeah, I know where it's four at. lanes, yeah, in between the Schottenstein Center and the the yeah. horseshoe. And I had a dream. I didn't know it was real, but in my dream, I remember walking out off the porch, and I remember pulling down my pants, pulling down my, <laughs> my underwear, and I hear some girls go "ah," <laughs> and, then, and then that was the only part of my dream I remember. But Jeremy said that's exactly what I did. I kept my shirt on, and Is I that, just started
1: running Barry's down, out?
0: and I started running down the the alley. Towards the Lane Avenue Bridge with just a shirt on. That's it. And Jeremy said he had to tackle me into a dumpster to keep me from uh actually making it to the bridge because I was totally gonna do it. And he had to tackle me into a dumpster and and I was just incensed. I wanted to fight him. Like he said I was trying to punch him and shit. And (laughs) yeah, my dick's out. (laughs) I was I only had a shirt on. And And he he finally gets me to come back to the party. I still don't have my pants on. And I'm, like, holding the party hostage, saying – because they said they were going to pay me or something. So they took my own wallet out of my pants that are laying on the ground and gave me all the money that was in my wallet. And that got me to put the pants back on. (laughs) And then uh, Jeremy was like – the party's finally starting to wind down. And Jeremy's like, hey, I got a, a game for you. It's called Who Can Pick Up All the Beer the Fastest? And I'm like, I'm the best. I can fuck you up. I'll beat you at everything. You're, you're my bitch. And I, and he's like, I'll beat your ass at this. And he said, I picked up every beer can in his house in like five minutes. <laughs> Just running around. And, <laughs> and then for some reason, this is, this is the, the story behind the, the Dented Up beer case. Like all of our remaining ice house. He said that I put it on the porch and I said I was going to kick it home. And then he says, I went, I opened the back door, went into the house and he says, what's he doing? And then he said, all of a sudden he'd heard this rumbling. And I came out in a full sprint from the house to the porch and kicked the ice house as hard as I could. And just beer started flying out and spraying all over the place. <laughs> and then I just kept kicking it the whole way back to the apartment until we got to my front door and then i put it all in the fridge all fucked up and dented and muddy and shit did you lose your underwear i'd have no idea what happened to that <laughs> <laughs> oh God. probably somebody, uh, somebody's fucking flagpoles with And the, then uh, this is this is the real gross part is i woke up and literally there was a pile of beef jerky on the floor next to me <laughs> like like this this haul <laughs> yo dude like, really? basically all six bags of beef jerky came out like intact. <laughs> it like, wasn't oh, it was uh, liquidy like, or anything. Yeah. It was, it was, I just puked up pure beef jerky. I mean, if I wanted to, I could have eaten it again. It was that like pure beef jerky. So-
1: That's disgusting. <laughs> Put that shit on a pizza and cook it.
0: Yeah. Dude. So, I,
1: one time me and fucking uh, Favreau got super hungry. I was hammered drunk and I didn't want to drive all the way downtown. So I just got, we got in my Explorer. I drove a couple blocks closer <laughs> To the gas station, so we'd have to dr- walk those extra couple of blocks. And I just parked in a random person's driveway and <laughs> got out. We walk. I get this old ass, like foot long hot dog from this. It's like the- a three a.m. hot dog. You know what I mean? This shit's been mm-hmm. rotating for months, probably. Favreau gets a burrito. We barely make it back to uh, Brad's house before we just puked this shit up all over his porch. A foot long hot dog, and he puked up his burrito. That shit was crazy. That it was just a funny part it was like, man, we don't want to walk this extra couple of blocks, so let's risk a DUI and park at some random person's driveway <laughs> right next to this like Buick. Like it was like my house. I pulled up in there, fucking turn a car on, was strutted down the street, got my ass <laughs> a nasty ass foot long hot dog from uh, fucking yeah, Seven Eleven.
0: Oh my! Probably God. probably didn't look much better than my beef jerky on the way up.
1: <laughs> Dude, I wish. I, I wonder, if Brett's. Gonna be listening. He needs to be here because we we had a really funny story that we could tell together. But he needs well, to be
0: here. He told me that there's a story. I don't know if I want to bring it up. Go it ahead. Somebody pretending to be Courtney Schwartz and really fucking your world up, dude. He told me. He told me you should tell that story.
1: <laughs> we only got three people in this room. We should have like fucking forty at least. Oh. Oh, we got a
0: bunch. We got a bunch. We've what we've reached like. We've got comments from Chet Young, Erica, Nick Burns, Malia. So, yeah. we got uh, people.
1: This basically what happened was I was, uh, from those that don't know, I slept with somebody I shouldn't have slept with a long time a long time ago. And it was just, like, over a decade ago. And uh, people make fun of me for it. I don't even give a shit. Whatever. And I remember I was, I don't even remember where I was at. I can't remember where I was at. But Lob calls up. He calls me up, but then it ends up being this girl that we know, and she pretended to be Courtney Schwartz. (laughs) And she goes, Brandon, I just want to let you know that I'm pregnant. (laughs) I go, what? (laughs) She goes, yeah, we're going to have a little Sharples running around. And I pause for a second. I don't even know what. I'm like 18, 19 at this time. I'm, like, looking up in the sky with my phone in my hand, like... Finally, it comes to me. What are you talking about? I didn't even have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) Totally denied even fucking having sex with this girl. Just so so I'm, like, maybe, like, an off chance if she is pregnant. (laughs) I can make it all the way through the DNA test. (laughs) See what happens from there. I mean, play my odds, you know what I mean? So... (laughs) So they're was giving it to me. I kept saying, well, you know, I didn't do anything with you. We didn't have sex. And finally, I said, you know what? I don't even give a fuck because you know what? (laughs) My sperm is so fucking strong that shit will just shoot right through the egg. (laughs) That's what I told her. (laughs) I told her that my sperm's so strong that that shit will shoot right through the egg. And then I told her, and the rest of it, I just beat up with my dick. (laughs) I killed all my sperm with my dick. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no way your fucking ass is pregnant and end up being a- uh, Angela Kirkendall. That's uh so they were with them that night.
0: So that's that hilarious. Funny. They got yeah. you. They got you good, man. They got you good. Oh,
1: dude, I was fucking furious and but I was not even furious. I was more frightened. I'm like, "I'm going to have a fucking baby of this man-child." It's like <laughs> It's not not something I was looking forward to, man. Not at all. So, yeah, that's that story. I got to a- <laughs> I got a bunch of stories dude. i'll tell you all right i got a good story for our listeners all right let's hear it good story so i was in the military and i came home it's like my first christmas back and i hook up with my with reed your best friend reed oh yeah best buddy i I get it could be a good story and we go we're in columbus and i can't remember where we went some irish pub and uh well his parents had like a christmas party walt's parents did down in columbus and uh I just got fucking shit hammered. There with a bunch of old people. It was fun. You know, it wasn't like piss drunk, you know, a good, nice. I was drunk. Mm -hmm. We go to this bar and we're just pounding, you know, Irish carbons, We're drinking the shot of beer. We meet up with these two chicks and we get hammered drunk. We go back to this girl's apartment and, uh, I had like the most filthy, dirty sex I've ever had in my life with this girl. (laughs) And, uh, It was like one of those things where, like, I mean, I pulled out all the stops that you, like, normally wouldn't do. Like, I mean, we're talking ass-smacking, (laughs) hair-pulling, trying to get it in the ass. Like, it was like, we're doing everything possible. And this girl literally told Walt, she's like, I'm, like, obsessed with this guy now because he took me places sexually that nobody else (laughs) ever has. And I can hardly remember what I even did. You know what I mean? Like, it was so hammered. But to make this fucking, this amazing story even more amazing... And the whole point I'm even telling you this is I fall asleep in this chick's bed. I'm naked as shit. And I wake up and my heart is pounding out of my chest. It is pounding, pounding, pounding. I'm like scaring the fucking shit out of me. So You're I, in you love. Know, yeah. I was in love with some fucking, some fucking skeezer I met at the bar. Now, she's actually super nice. And like, she's like a teacher or something. But anyways, so yeah, I I, did great. I defiled a teacher. But, <laughs> but. So, anyways, I, I get up and I put my underwear on and I walk into her kitchen. I get a couple glasses of water. I'm pounding them, and my heart is going probably like 170 beats a minute. I'm not even exaggerating. This thing is just pounding, and I can't even breathe. I'm fucking drunk as shit. I grab my phone and I dial 911. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I call I call the fucking ambulance. I tell him, and she walks out of the room. She goes, "Did you just call the? Did you just call an ambulance?" <laughs> I go, yeah. I go, I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> said, a heart attack. I'm laying in the fucking. I'm laying on the carpet. And they come in. I'm like, yeah, I'm a medic. I'm an Air Force medic. My heart palpitations like 170 beats a minute. I'm like, I can't breathe. They take me to the fucking hospital. They put an IV in me in there. They're, do, they're doing all these tests on me, EKGs. And they're like, yeah, you just have tachycardia. You're not having a heart attack. They get my lab test uh, lab tests back, and this. Doctor comes in, he goes, You doing a little bit of partying tonight? I go, Yeah, I guess. He's like, Yeah. He's like, you came your lab test came back to somebody as drunk as hell. <laughs> like you're de- <laughs> severely dehydrated. You're like, dude, I'm gonna tell you this. I didn't I, I I think I was going on like twenty-four hours without sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was like mass sleep deprivation, mass alcohol equals charbles in the fucking ER after mass sex. So, like, I mean, you know what I mean? I over, I overexerted myself. I was severely dehydrated, and I didn't sleep for 24 hours. I ended up in the hospital. And this chick, you know, she stayed with me, dude. She was a trooper. I really, I to this day, I wish I knew her name. I can't remember it anymore. She but, should have
0: been a keeper, man. She was the keeper. Yeah. She was the
1: one. She was, she was the, the one. one, man. She stuck by my side. I just met her that night. You know, when you feed it, when you give them the good dick, they don't go away, <laughs> even if it's the first night. So she came and took care of me. Man, and uh, they put a couple fluid bags in me. Told me like you know, well, you know, your your military insurance will take care of it. And Just fucking sent me on my way. We end up back in, we end up back at her her apartment, and I was sober at this time. And we we're like, you know, trying to watch. I was trying to watch Sports Center on her couch, and she's like, I'm trying to cuddle up on me, and I, I'm sober at this point, and I'm just kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Like get the fuck away from me. Like we're just buddies now. Like I don't want to bang you when I'm sober. So (laughs) read, read and walk, walk in. And they've already heard the story. They're like fucking throw their arms and they're like, Whoa, you know, like I can't believe that shit happened. You end up going to B does with these chicks. I had to spend like the whole fucking day with this girl, knowing that like all the shit I did sexually to her. And the fact that I had to go to the ER with fucking, (laughs) fucking anxiety attack and mass dehydration. I had to like, look at this chick in the eye for like the next four hours. I'm like, this is such a fucking horrible time. I just smashed my wings. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm like, Reed, let's go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, I got (laughs) that's just one one of many. Telling you that she was the keeper. I mean, she she just stood by your side for life, man.
1: I know, dude. First night she meets me, she's like staying with me, like, you know, rubbing my hand when I'm sitting there in the hospital bed. Yeah. And she, like, even tried to, like, hold me down with the, with the cop, too. Or not the cop, with the doctor. She's like, oh, he didn't drink that much, doc. You know I mean, <laughs> she didn't even know how much I drank, but she was trying to be nice, you know, trying to, like, head my back. Really, I drank a fucking ass ton. Yeah. That,
0: was, that was pretty good. I've I've never wound up in the hospital, so. I'm starting to hear Dude. an echo, though. You might want to be careful with the. Yeah, well, is it echoing now? Uh, I don't think so. Nope. We're good. All right. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're definitely good. You <laughs> uh, got any more crazy stories or we want to start rolling through uh, everything else? Because right now, so far, let's see. Here's the comment section we got. Justin Knopp, Hemdog. Chester Young, Hemdog is a legend. Hemdog. Uh, Erica Mesker, Hemi. And then at Chester Young, one time at Old Man's, I think I puked on a cat and fell down the porch steps.
1: He said Hemdog. That shit reminds me of Wedding Crashers. They're like, he's like, Will Ferrell's like, yeah, J-Bone. <laughs> he's like, yeah, J-Bone's well, good.
0: Yeah, that the guys. Married. Yeah, those guys that I hang out with, uh, you know, Ben Wagner, Phil Wagner, those guys, they they call me Hemdog. So I got a different I don't have a rant I today,
1: about. actually. I really don't have anything I want to rant about.
0: I don't want to force because yeah, it takes life is away. Good. Life it, is yeah,
1: good. it takes away from my authentic rant if I just make some shit up. Right now I'm I'm doing all right, man. I wanna I, I could rant against my fucking baby mama, she's just being mean to me, but other than that. Hey, why not? No. No. That's not good for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> especially
0: right Especially this this is gonna be out there forever.
1: So. Yeah, dude. I already fucking talked about her a couple other podcasts that didn't work out very well
0: yeah why did she listen and then get mad
1: fuck no she didn't listen thank (laughs) god she didn't give a shit about me enough to listen to my shit there you go (laughs) i'm like everybody else cares about what i do you don't even want to listen to my podcast i'm like what if me and hemi get famous i'm not giving you shit
0: (laughs) we're trying we're trying yeah we'll get there i gotta get some more stories
1: i want to hear some more gems
0: Yeah, we do have some gems this week. They're they're nothing insane, but uh, um, basically, I have so many Netflix series that I've watched over the the course of since I bought the thing. It's it's disgusting. I should be ashamed of myself, to be honest. But um, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give out two Netflix series that I thought were really good, and then uh, I'll, I'll give out a, a comic book series that I think you yeah, guys should check out. So. What's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. I'll tell you offline. <laughs> okay. uh, anyway, all right. For Netflix, all right. Here's here's gem number one. It is uh, Better Off Ted. It was like an NBC series that lasted like just one season, I think. Uh, but it's on Netflix. It's basically like this evil corporation that has no morals, and then the main dude kind of has a, a crisis of conscience. And it's a it's a comedy; it's hilarious. But uh, and then there's some goofy scientists that are really likable. But you should just watch it. Like they're always performing like these horrific experiments and and just creating these like doomsday type weapons and stuff that they have to deal with. And there's just a lot of hilarious fallout basically off of that. It's it's a really good show. You like it. And then number two, I'll go with uh, Marco Polo. Have you ever heard of that one? Yeah. It's a, it's a Netflix original series. So it wasn't like a, another TV show that Netflix has just posted. But it basically follows, like, kind of the life of Marco Polo, like, from before he became, like, the famous rich trader that opened up the the Silk Road to, to Europe. Uh, like, his, basically, his time that he spent uh, under uh, one of the, the great cons. Yeah. Um, I forget the dude's name. It's not it's not Genghis Khan's. It was like Genghis Khan's grandson, Kublai Khan, I think, who actually had yeah, who actually had like the biggest uh territory of everybody. Like he controlled all of China, all of Mongolia, most of Russia, like and then even expanded all the way. Like he ended up in the history of all times, he like had the most territory. So there's a lot of really cool shit that uh, took place in that. So really sweet series though, dealing with his enemies and Uh, Lots of awesome stuff. Highly recommend Marco Polo. I really like, if you like, just good old-fashioned historical violence and drama. And uh, for the other one, let's go with the comic book series called Spread. It's basically like this earth has been taken over by kind of this living organism. They just call it the spread. And there's some people that are immune to it. But, like, if it even touches some people, it, like, just infects them. And like turns them into monsters and shit. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it's really and like there's just these areas that aren't controlled by the spread, that are like the last bastions of hope. And Bast- uh, if it's really fucking cool, I mean, you guys, if you if you're into that kind of shit, it's really good. Like it's got like three trades out right now. So it's called. That's spread. good. Yeah. So that, those are the gems for this week. No anti gems. I didn't watch anything that like. Really pissed me off. Like, I tell you what, man, that anti
1: for Bill Nye. I've read a bunch of articles about some of the crazy shit that dude.
0: Jesus, I was like,
1: not the fucking rocker right now.
0: Ruin ruining my childhood, man. Like, it's worth talking about again. It was so bad. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he's a fucking. I'm not a big fan. I loved Bill Nye, man. I I watched every episode growing up back in the day. You know what I mean? But yeah, this this show is not anything like the old school Bill Nye. Like, you know, it makes you uh, makes you sad, is really what it does.
1: Wait, what do you think about... Uh, do you think that we're going to fucking go to war with
0: those North Koreans? Maybe. Uh, like, North Korea isn't getting uh, a lot of support from China right now, and they're still batshit crazy. They're a fucking um, joke, dude. We can wipe... Oh, I know we could. ...off the fucking planet. We, we would, and we would absolutely destroy them. The problem is... South Korea is right next door and if they launch like all their shit like they're not going to touch us but they could fucking yeah. and Japan too yeah I, i'm not even as worried about Japan like they barely can get missiles across the but they can but they can but they can cross the fucking border with all of their fucking bombs and South yeah. Korea is like a really nice advanced society oh, yeah. like like they're in great shape but North Korea would Fuck them up with a lot of missiles and bombs, and a lot of people would die. That's that's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about us.
1: Yeah. No, I get you.
0: And even if they have, like, even a, a shitty nuke, they could do a lot of fucking A shitty nuke? They could. I don't know if there's such thing as a shitty nuke anyway. I mean, like, we have bombs that are, like, a thousand times stronger than the original nuclear bomb. Like, even if they have just the original, like, and they're, they're that far behind... That could still do a lot of fucking damage because there's some highly populous cities right across the border. So that's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about us getting in any trouble, but like our allies could. Yeah, for sure. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. But I mean, I, I, I'm just. I do, I'm, yeah, about I, I'm not
1: that heartless. I'm not that heartless. But yeah, dude, I don't got much else right now. This is kind of just a test episode yeah. for everybody I thought, watching. I thought,
0: it was a, I thought it was a mild success.
1: No, it was, we'll get there. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we didn't really, we, we didn't really have anything to talk about.
0: There was yeah, It was a, pride, crazy. a pretty mild week. I mean, round two of the NBA playoffs started, but I mean, we're not really given that much of a shit about the NBA playoffs. So.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the NBA playoffs again until we get like Western and Eastern Conference finals and then finals.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: that's pretty much all. It's really, honest to God, unless you're a hardcore basketball fan, that's the only thing that really matters anyways. It's like, That shit don't matter. It's just too long. Sometimes I think the baseball season is a little too long, too. What do you think? What do you think about the baseball season? I think 162 games is too much.
0: I I mean, it's fucking forever, but, I mean, that's what it is now. I mean, if they shortened it, it would change everything, like the records and stuff. Yeah, I get Um, it. My issue is, like, these guys get, like, 12 days off the whole season. Yeah. 162 games. Like NBA playoffs, they get like 12 games off per series.
1: <laughs> yeah. It seems like yeah, it seems like this shit goes
0: forever, right? These yeah. series, the NBA playoffs oh. last like 3 months. <laughs> yeah. They're so. like, "Oh
1: yeah, we played on Friday, we won't play again till Wednesday. We'll see you back here on Wednesday, folks."
0: Like, yeah. are you shitting me? So, I mean, you playing tomorrow? That I, I would be cooler with the 162 game season if they gave them a couple more days off. I know that would make it longer, but I mean, these guys, I just wonder, like, who such a wear and tear on sat them. down and like
1: made the shit up and be like, you know what? Let's make that shit one hundred and sixty-two fucking games a
0: year on top of a couple months of spring training. Yep, that sounds good. It used to be less, like, before Marist, it was like one hundred and fifty or something. And then yeah, they added a I few games.
1: It, I think wasn't like the nineteen hundreds. It was like eight, like, or like when it first started becoming like a pro league. Wasn't it like eighty some games or something like that?
0: Well, when Babe Ruth hit like. The record it was like 150, like two yeah. games or something, or 154. So many, and, uh, so many but I mean, many. he had 50 or 60 home runs when they were had a shortened season. That is insane. Back then, guys were leading the league with like 10 home runs. So that's oh, why yeah. there's an asterisk next to uh, Roger Maris's original 61 because it was he beat Babe Ruth's record, but they had a longer season, so they wanted yeah. to be like be like, "Fuck this guy, he, he beat our he beat our hero," you know? Yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth,
1: man, the guy's a legend. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you ever go look at pictures, you're like, how the fuck was this dude the best player of all time? Almost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the shit,
0: he he was an amazing pitcher, too. Like, yeah. throwing, like, no hitters in the playoffs and shit. Like, he had some playoff records that were still standing, like, at least uh, up until, like, a decade ago. They might still yeah. be standing. Like, the dude was yeah, man. absolutely he,
1: phenomenal. He's just like a, he seems like a cartoon character. It's he, yeah. the way he looks, mm-hmm. you know? son the way he looks his origin story like it's still like kind of a mystery exactly how he got to like the boarding school like you know what i mean like everything about his like original story like they, they if you ever read any biop bob you know biopics about him like it's all about uh like they don't know exactly how he re- really originated mm-hmm. <laughs> so as long as like god made Babe ruth aliens yeah, really. That's why he looked all fucked up. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like a normal <laughs> human being. He got Then can- he got that cancer, skinny as shit, but he still had that big head.
0: Mm-hmm. Crazy. Right. Well, I think that's about it though for, yeah. uh, for this week's show. So hope you guys enjoyed the, the live stream. We'll keep this video up on the Facebook page and then I'll try to edit the, the audio and, and sneak in a couple extra things. So, uh, but yeah, that'll do it for this week's show. Hope you guys liked it. We'll try, uh, We'll give out some uh, announcements and everything about the show for next week, but should be same time, same place, 9 p.m. We'll let you know if it's going to be video version or regular podcast, but, yeah, that should do it. So,
1: Yeah, man, go like our page, guys. So
0: yeah, I'm man, all yep. ready. We'll see you. Yeah. Yep. No crazy uh, outro music today because I don't think we can incorporate that in this version of the stream.
1: We could. I could just fucking play something for you guys right now.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a little whole song? all right guys well i'm out of here all right I'll see you guys later have a good one guys oh